VC Weekly. I'm Scott Prieros. With me is Jacob Urish. Hello. And Ken Canoon. Hello, everybody. Uh, today we'll be covering uh, women's basketball, a couple of the games that have happened this past week, and a preview on their season ahead. Uh, so obviously we'll start off with Illinois State. Uh, in their exhibition game, they beat uh, Missouri-St. Louis 64-53. Uh, Jacob and I were at that game, and I think you could tell there was definitely a bit of rust on that team. Uh, the shooting wasn't the best, but I think one thing that really stood out to me was their post play. Uh, Deanna Wilson had 18 points and 6 rebounds, and she shot 67% from the field. So she had a huge performance, and I think that was seen all around the team. I would definitely agree with you on that. Deanna Wilson looked really good. Uh, one thing that I thought was going to be a great uh, sign for them at the beginning of the game was uh, Mary Crompton uh, started out with, uh, she made a three and then she got fouled. Uh, so it was a four-point play. After that, she just scored three points. I thought maybe she'd get more involved because that shooting, I think, would have helped them a lot more in the game because UMSL kind of stuck around there for a little bit. They, I know ICU got off to what? It was like a 12-3 lead. Something like that. So, like, it looked like it was going to be a blow-up, but, like, they, UMSL kept it really close. Uh, I believe uh, Mally uh, Ronshausen uh, for them really uh, – she's a freshman. She came off the bench. Yeah, she came off the bench. She just started hitting threes, and it, it really just made it uh, more of a game. Uh, one thing I'm a little worried about with uh, what we saw was their bench. They had 10 bench points out of 49 minutes. Uh, from their uh, yeah, forty nine minutes out of their bench, it's uh, it's a little worrisome. Uh, I know uh, Jada Stinson coming in. We're hopeful if she does stay on the bench because one thing uh, that we noticed when we looked at uh, the sheet or uh, yeah, pregame sheet was that uh, she wasn't starting. One reason for that might be because she was on the Olympic team, so she wasn't able to practice with ISU. So maybe she's not fully acclimated with the system yet. Um. Uh, also, starting out with Jada, you, uh, Scott, Scotty, you did a feature on her, so if you guys want to check that out, that's on vedetteonline.com. Subtle plug there. I like it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just think they're going to need more out of the bench because you cannot rely on your starters for the whole season. You're, you're going to have to get something out of your bench, and hopefully Jada can be that person. Yeah, um, like you were saying about bench points, I was actually going to bring that up. Only 10 ben point, bench points from Illinois State, that's, that's pretty, like, pathetic. To, for lack of a better term, um, they need more bench production. I know this is the first exhibition game, but 10 bench points simply isn't enough. I mean, compared to Missouri-St. Louis, who had uh, 22 bench points, there's a big difference. Um, something else that stands out in the stat sheet, uh, fast break points. Uh, 16 fast point breaks for Illinois State compared to Missouri-St. Louis's four. Um, that's something good. Getting the ball and pushing the ball down... Uh, downhill and uh, creating a sc a scoring opportunities that's something that's important so uh, that's something that stands out and I think that's good the fast break points but the bench points is something that needs to be picked up the free throws are great and all but when you look at the uh, actual shooting percentage from that bench they shot two of 13 from the field which is obviously not something that's great uh, free throw percentage wise the team as a whole shot 17 to 26 and I'll be honest with you from the start of the game I thought free throws gonna be a big thing because they seem to be getting to the line a lot because you were there watching the game. They were just down low the entire game. There was no stopping them down low. And they started off, I believe it was like 9 of 9 from the line, but they finished 17 of 26, so it tapered off a little bit. But going to Jada Simpson, uh, off the bench, her offense production might not have been there, but watching the game, there was one moment I saw specifically, I believe it was Kenzie Bowers was in the game, and she had turned it over, a ball goes out, and Jada, instead of like just walking away, goes up to Kenzie, and she's talking to her about it, telling her what she needs to do better next time. And she's really leading that team, especially... She's going to be a huge help if she does come off that bench to lead those younger people like Kenzie. 
I think another player uh, to note, and I think what most people are, I'm not, what most people know is just Maya Wong. Like, she's 13 and 5. She did foul out, but I don't know if uh, to you, but like, it just seemed like uh, on the fast break in the open court, her vision was pretty, it was pretty good. Because I remember, uh, I think it was in maybe in early in the fourth, I know uh, she, uh, on the fast break, she caught Juju in the corner for a three. It was oh, Juju's only uh, three of the game, but I I really think the vision that I saw. I, I'm pretty hopeful. Uh, I think as she gets more reps, she's gonna get more comfortable because I'm pretty sure she had she had I think it was four turnovers, which isn't great. But I think as the season progresses, she will get better. Yeah, I talked to her after the game during the press conference, and I asked her about it because it seemed like in the first half she seemed a little hesitant to like kind of take over but in the second half you could tell she's had a different mindset to her she was really starting to take over and she I asked her about it because it seemed like she was really trying to be a facilitator and she said she at the beginning of the year that's what she wanted to do and she was happy that she was facilitating but she wishes she could have made some better decisions because like you said she did have those four turnovers but she said the rest of the year she's really going to be looking to be a facilitator and make some good decisions find the best shot not just for her but for the team uh, something else I want to touch on that uh, actually involves uh, Maya Wong um, and also involves Juju Redman. Um, both of them combined uh, for 13 free throw attempts. Um, that's something good. Uh, you always want to be getting downhill and uh, just creating and uh, more so creating uh, free throw opportunities because those are easy points. Uh, Juju Redman went 5 of 8 on free throws. Maya Wong 4 of 5. Uh, that's something that's uh, that's something um, that's that's uh, good. Um, just getting downhill and creating free throw opportunities. Um, and you two were at the game, so you you two would know better about how all these p- players played compared to me just looking at the stat sheet. But um, I think the 13 free throw opportunities from Juju and Maya are something positive to take from this game. Yeah, like I said, I mean, down low, especially Wilson, it seemed like the post presence is what they were looking for. I'm not saying that they couldn't shoot threes. It didn't seem like they wanted to shoot a whole lot of threes. They only took 13 in the game. Uh, five of them were made, but like you mentioned Mary Crompton. She only took three threes, and she made two of them, the first one being that and one three. And I think I think the post presence is going to be a big thing this year. I know they do have coming off of a season where she was a top three shooter in the nation, but I think post presence is going to be big, attacking the rim, Wilson down low. Bowman had a quiet game. She didn't score a whole lot, but she did pull in 11 rebounds, which is pretty big for the Redbirds. So that will be a big thing to look out for. Also want to touch on the defense because uh, last year they ranked third in uh, points allowed with 60 and uh, uh, yeah that's third best. I know uh, in the uh, on media day, uh, Coach Gillespie was pretty adamant that she didn't want to go zone, but I know uh, against UMSL she said I think after a little period they had to go zone due to the matchups. So I just think it'll be interesting to see how uh, if that defense is able to stay in the top three. Because I I think we all believe their offense should be better than sixty four. Yeah, much better than sixty four. Yeah, and I so, think they so, know it too. They, yeah, in the press conference you could tell. I mean, they were glad they won, but Gillespie Wong they were not happy with the win. I mean, some of that though. I mean, you, you're not gonna like the bench isn't gonna just score ten points each game. And uh, no. Kate Bullman, Jada Stinson, and those two those two won't go one of seven each game. Um, no. You, you sure hope that they wouldn't go 107 each game. Um, <laughs> but uh, those two should start producing. Um, but, yeah, uh, to kind of 
piggyback off what you two are saying. The offense, um, the offense will look better. And like you said, like you two said, you two were at the game and you saw there was like signs of rust. So um, hopefully that's what it is. I mean, one of seven is from two of your players is normally not something you want to see on the stat sheet. Yeah, one last thought on this. Uh, so we're talking about the bench hopefully evolving. They do have some young players coming off the bench, Kenzie Bowers being one of them. I wrote an article about five players to look out for. Uh, so that was one of the players I had listed. Um, she she was the all-time leading scorer in her school, men's or women's basketball. So I think once she really gets into the rhythm and starts uh, filling things out, I think it's going to be a really good part of this offense. So I think we can move on to... Uh, the other schools in the MVC will start off with the team who was projected to finish first in the conference, Missouri State. Uh, their coach, uh, Ogagwa Hamilton, she uh, she's looking to lead this team to a good finish again this year. They have played two exhibition games already this year. Um, Sydney Wilson has had 29 points in the two games combined. She's a senior. Their three leading scorers in each game were all seniors. So I think they're going to be a much more veteran team who uh, has a lot of experience, and that's going to be a big thing for him this year. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you on that. I, I just think another thing to note is just how successful they've been for a decent amount of time. Last In the last two years, they finished first in the MVC. Uh, last year, they had a 23-3 and record. They were 16-0 and in conference play. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I really don't see them finishing out of – out of first, honestly, I, I'd be really shocking. I think something major would have to happen. Uh, one uh, uh, player that's coming in is uh, transfer uh, Mariah White from Cleveland State, who averaged uh, almost 20 points per game. So that's just going to be more scoring that they have to add on to what they already have. So uh, it'll be really interesting to see how she plays in to – what they've already had there, and like you said, they've got they have eight upperclassmen and five lowerclassmen. So this should be a pretty experienced team. Uh, I, I don't see much changing, honestly, with their team. I, I think they're just going to be really good. Um, yeah, uh, Missouri State is definitely the favorite. Um, I don't think there's really an argument. They've just been flat out dominant. Um, Nineteen straight uh, wins in MVC play is incredible um i think that's a streak that's gone on for two seasons now because like you just said last season they went 16 and 0 um i i think the player that everything that the lady bears revolves around is bryce callop um she's the reigning mvc player of the year or jackie stills mvc player of the year um average 13.3 points per game last season and she's really the person that um uh just everything revolves around in uh MSU, uh, but they're just a they're just a great team in general, um, deservedly so the favorites. But Bryce Callop, that's that's the that's the player that most teams are going to be keying in on, the player that you have to watch out for. Yeah, Jacob, you touched on their offense, but you also got to look at their defense. They were number one in the MVC last year, lowest points allowed, um, and they're bringing like you said a lot of that veteran uh, presence, which is going to help them on the defensive end. Uh, you talked about Callop. Uh, Callop is um, she averaged thirteen point three last year. That's going to be plenty of offense, especially if you're bringing in someone who's averaging 20 a game. You have Jasmine Franklin average 11.8, and I believe she had double-digit rebounds in their game. She in her in their two games she had 14 and nine, along with eight steals against Missouri Baptist, and then against Lincoln she goes 21, 11, three steals and two blocks. So she is going to be a huge presence for this Missouri State basketball team. 
yeah, um, it says here that their recent game was a hundred and forty-four victory over Lincoln, and yes. they also beat the Spartans a hundred seven to thirty-three. So, deservedly the favorites, I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> that no. is that is dominant right there. There's just not much else to say. Yeah, honestly, they're looking pretty good. They start their season uh, tomorrow, actually, uh, at Little Rock. So that'll be the start of Missouri State season. They're going to be looking to uh, bring in another MVC championship. Uh, I think now we can move on to Drake. Drake is uh, projected to finish second in the poll. Allison Pullman is their coach. They went 18-12 and 12 last year, 13-5 and 5 in conference. Their defense was not all there at times. They were actually, they actually allowed the third most points in the MVC, but they also scored, I believe, the most in the MVC. So they're a little bit different than Missouri State in that while their offense is there, their defense struggles at times. Um, in their first game, they beat Grandview, Grandview 86-59. As a team, they shot 49% from the field, which is pretty solid as a team. Uh, 32% from three, but only 61% on free throws, which I think is a little low. You definitely want to be making free throws. I know this is just an exhibition game, but that's definitely something we're going to look at. Uh, but junior Megan Meyer, she had 20 points and five rebounds in that game, so she might be a big part of this offense this year. Like you know, uh, like you noted with the defense, uh, <clears throat> it's just going to have to be better, honestly, because their offense is clearly there. They they scored six more points than the second other team, uh, second other team uh, last year, they, uh, uh, which was Bradley at 70. So if they can somehow just tighten up the defense, I. Th- they might be able to make more noise than is expected. Yes, I know they are uh, projected finish second, but if they can get the defense, the offense is clearly there. Now, them against Missouri State, I mean, Missouri State's defense is also very good. Uh, so I think it'll just be interesting to see if they are able to upgrade that defense because Allison Pullman, this is her first year as head coach, so it'll be interesting to see what she's going to implement. I know she was part of the staff from the person who left. I think uh, the former head coach went to Oklahoma. So it would just be interesting if uh, she implements some more of her new things. Uh, I I, can't, I don't know if you mentioned Grace Berg, who averaged 15.9 uh, last year, uh, <clears throat> which led the team. So it would just be interesting to see how their scoring uh, develops even more because they have three of their four top leading scorers, or three of their top uh, scorers returning. So... As long as that defense gets tightened up, I, th- I think they'll be in a good spot. Um, yeah, to uh, uh, kind of piggyback what, off what you were saying, Allison Pullman, she was the associate head coach, and she was named head coach in April of 2021 after, pardon the pronunciation of the name, uh, Jenny Bar- Barnesick left for Oklahoma. Um, yeah, you also touched on Grace Berg, um, uh, 2021 NBC Newcomer of the Year. She... 15 uh, 15.9 points uh 5.2 rebounds also while leading the valley and shooting at uh 52.6 percent um that's really good efficiency efficiency she's somebody that's going to be one of the key players for drake uh someone else uh maggie uh, maggie bear uh she was named the sixth player of the year uh for drake in uh, 2021 that's another player that um who can also score um Drake is it? Drake is just gonna. Drake is gonna be a good team. They got three starters returning from last year uh, when they went 18 and 12, uh, 13 and five in uh, conference play, and finished second in the valley. Um, it should be interesting to see how the team does with Pullman as head coach. Um, if they keep sort of the same schemes, or if they decide to change up. But no, Drake is gonna be a fantastic team this year. Um, 
I'd say they're in that two to three spot. Um, I like I said, I think Missouri State is in a class of their own right now. But the Bulldogs are going to be a good team this season. Make no doubt about it. One player I think we should watch out for. I was looking at their exhibition uh, box score. Freshman Katie, and like you said, part of my uh, pronunciation, I think it's Dinabier is how it is. In uh, her two games, the first game she goes 10 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals. In her next game, she goes 21 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 steals. So she's going to be a real stat stuffer for this team this year, and that's going to be a big help for them. Um, they do have a little bit of that veteran presence, but having that freshman, that young talent is going to be a real help for their team. I think we can move on to the next team now. Uh, projected to finish third in the conference is you and I. Uh, Tanya Warren is their head coach. Last year they went 17-13, and 11-7 and in conference. Averaged 69 points per game and 65 points allowed. Uh, they have played one exhibition game so far this year. They uh, went up against Truman State University. They won 83-58. Uh, they shot 54% from the field. So when you're anytime you're, uh, as a team you're shooting over 50% from the field, you're having a good time. Uh, they were led by junior Cynthia Wolf. She had 14 points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals, one block, doing a little bit of everything. And I think this team is another team that has a little bit of that veteran presence, and that will be a huge part of their team this year. Yeah, uh, they also have uh, two of their leading scorers returning from last year, and Carly Rucker, uh, who's three-time All-MVC, first-teamer, and uh, led the team in scoring and assists uh, in each of the last three seasons. And then they have uh, uh, Cam Finley, who uh, averaged nine points last year. So they're a team that's comprised of five upperclassmen and ten underclassmen, so it's going to be a fairly younger team. Uh, if those younger players can mixed in well, which uh, with one of the previews that I read, Warren said that the freshmen have fit in well, and she hasn't been able to recognize that they have been freshmen, so that's a good sign for them if if they've been able to basically understand the system, get involved, and and if they're able to contribute right away, that's going to be huge for you and I. Uh, yeah, uh, head coach Tanya Warren comes in uh, in her 15th season for the UNI program. Um They've returned all but one of their uh, starters from 2021. Um, and I think uh, all of their players except for two, um, the other one was a non-starter. But, um, yeah, this team this team yeah, has kept its core. Um, they're going to they're gonna be a very good team. Um, something I think they have is depth, which is important. Um, you kind of touched on it, Irish, uh, but... They're like Cam Finley, Emerson Green, Maya McDermott. Those are those are players. Those are just fantastic players, and if they they have the depth, and you still have Carly Rucker, uh, who's arguably their best player, led their uh, team in assists and points last year. Yeah, this this you and I is going to be another great team this season. Um, I think they begin their season either today or tomorrow. I'm not sure about that. Uh, they I, I begin could their season. Uh, tomorrow at St. Louis University. Tomorrow, yeah, at St. Yeah. Louis. But um, no, they're a deep team. They're going to be a good team. They have an experienced head coach, and I think last season was the first time they made it to the women's NIT semifinals for the uh, in their program history. So um, no, uh, with all that experience coming back, and like uh, Urish said, um, the integration of freshmen being seamless. Uh, you and I is going to be a good team. They could they could move up to two. I think they they're in that also two three range, but. Uh, still below the tier at Missouri State. But you, uh, the Panthers will be a great team this season. So I think we can move on to the last team we're going to talk about today. Bradley, coached by Andrea Gorski. 
Uh, they went 17 and 12 last year, 10 and 8 in conference. They scored over 70 points a game, and they allowed about 65. Um, they have played one exhibition game so far, uh, where they won 101 to 75, a high-scoring game there. Uh, they were led by uh, MVC. She was on the first team MVC last year. Gabby Hawk, I believe, is how it's pronounced. Uh, she scored 26 points to go along with two rebounds and four assists, two steals as well. So she's going to be a big part of this offense this year, and she's going to be looking to lead this team the entire season. Yeah, they've got. So when I was looking at the preview for them, they really want to be a defensive-oriented team. And last year they held the opponents below 38% from the field, which is outstanding. I believe they were ranked. Last year they were ranked seventh. Or is this. Yeah, they ranked seventh. That, that's some points per game, though. But uh, their offense was number two, so we know the offense should be there. Granted, they did, I believe they lost uh, their leading scorer in Lasha Petrie. She left for Rutgers. Uh, she averaged 18 and two blocks uh, last year. Uh, but they have transfer Sierra uh, Moreau, uh, who played for Seward Community College. She's coming in averaging 18 points, 7 rebounds, and 3.5 blocks. And they also have Diamond Cannon, who is the 2021 20, uh, Player of the Year for Tennessee Community College uh, at Columbia State. Uh, she averaged nearly double-double uh, with almost uh, almost 20 points and 9 rebounds. So uh, we believe the scoring is going to be there. Uh, I just little – I'm wondering how that defense is going to translate because – the, uh, the field uh, <clears throat> the field goal percentage uh, is at a good spot, but the points per game just isn't completely there. Um, yeah, so something I think is important. Um, last year they won the 2021, uh, 2021 Missouri Valley Conference Tournament, but only two starters are returning from last year. Uh, but Bradley, uh, the past four years, they, they've had, uh, totaled 72 wins, which is equal to most in a four-year stretch in program history. So I mean, they're they they're they're still going to be a good team. Um, like you said, Gabby, uh, one of you said I can't remember. Pardon me, Gabby Hawk, uh, the second leading scorer in Bradley history with uh, one thousand six hundred forty points. Um, she's probably going to break that record considering uh, first place has uh, one thousand six hundred seventy nine. So um, no, Bradley's going to be a good team. Um, I do question. Um, if they're going to make it as far this year because they're only uh, returning two starters. But, no, they, they've done well with their program uh, uh, this uh, this um, not this year, but the past couple of years. Yeah, I think uh, while they did lose some talent, they do have some young talent coming in. Uh, freshman Caroline Waite, uh, she was actually their second leading scorer in that exhibition game. She had 24 points to go along with a rebound, a couple assists, a steal. So this young talent is going to really have to step up if they do want to compete to be in the upper echelon of the Missouri Valley Conference. So I think we're good talking about uh, women's basketball for today. I do want to touch on the men's basketball exhibition game that they had. Uh, they played against... Illinois, Illinois State, the men's exhibition game. Yeah, Illinois State. My, my apologies. But uh, they... Uh, they played against uh, Davenport. Uh, Antonio Reeves came off the bench and scored 34 points for the Redbirds, which is going to be a huge help this year. Uh, I don't believe he will be coming off the bench the entire year. I think this was uh, just a one-time thing before the season starts. Yeah, uh, I think Coach Dan Muller said in the post-game press conference there was a little uh, incident involving uh, Reeves. Yeah, but I believe it was Reeves and one other. Fleming. Yeah. Fleming. Howard yeah. Fleming. They... Yep. they uh, 
they had a little incident. They so they're not they're going to be coming off the uh, bench for that exhibition. But when the actual season starts, they will uh, go ahead and I'm sure they'll start. Um, but like I said, they did beat Davenport, and I think I think their offense was there. I was a little worried there watching it. I mean, up until about halftime, it seemed like it was a little close game, but they pulled away in that second half, and I think that was led by a lot of Reeves. 34 points, that's a lot, especially, uh, I think it was 22 in the second half is what it was, and especially when you're coming off the bench. I also think Mark Freeman, I, whenever we did uh, our first podcast about men's, that was one player I wanted to make a note of. He had 11 and 10, so he was able to distribute the ball. He did, for, uh, he, he did have four turnovers, like like we've been saying. It might be rust, his first exhibition, but he distributed the ball really well. He's 0 for 4 for 3, which... He, you're gonna have to make some more because you're gonna have, you you want that respect to open the floor a little bit more. But yeah, I mean Antonio Reeves is gonna be the story because 34 points off the bench is just it, it's insane. Yeah, uh, like like we said, Reeves had a Reeves had a fantastic game. Um, the first half, um, 30 36 to 28. Second half, 49 to 31. So second half is where they really pulled away behind. Uh, Behind Antonio Reeves, um, Josiah Strong with 14 points, uh, Mark Freeman, uh, 11 points, 10 assists, Kendall Lewis, 10 points, 8 rebounds, 4 blocks. Those are just those are just good performances, um, kind of stuffing the stat sheet. Um, you just you just want players like that who can either create for others or grab important rebounds, really. So uh, this was a, this was a good win for the Redbirds against Davenport in their first exhibition game. I think something that should be noted: uh, Josiah Strong and uh, Antonio Reeves went a combined ten of eighteen from deep, which is going to be a huge help if they can do that consistently throughout this year. As a team, they shot forty three percent from three, which. If you can do that consistently throughout a season, you're going to have a lot of good luck. I mean, I know at the beginning of the season they're not really projected to finish very high, but I think if you can if you can score the way they're scoring and if you can improve that defense a little bit now this coming year, I think they can maybe get up into that low-mid-range, maybe finish them around that seven spot, but they really have to – if they can step up on defense, this offense looks like it could have a lot of potential. Uh, yeah, Muller said in his post-game press conference that the defense was just solid right now, and he believes that they have a chance to be good defensively. And he also did note that he thinks that this year they, they do have more natural defenders and uh, more defenders that can guard multi-positions. So um, it's some, it, it'll be something to keep an eye on um, to see. And we'll have to see if Muller makes any changes. Uh, if he does make any changes on defense this year. I know it's their first exhibition, exhibition game, but... You know, you never know when those adjustments, how early they could be made. Yeah, definitely. Any other thoughts? I don't think I have anything else. No, good win. Um, it's going to be good to see Reeves uh, come off, uh, not come off the bench in their next game. But uh, 30, 34 points in 27 minutes is most impressive, most impressive. Definitely, definitely. So uh, make sure to tune in to us next week for MVC Weekly. Um, in the meantime, follow along on our uh, Twitter account at the underscore vedette and our sports account at vedette underscore sports. And uh, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.